Albert Knobs. What was Albert Knobs? Is Albert Knobs a real story? Like you watch people and they're like, she won the bikini contest in 1923. And you're like, she's a dog faced bitch. Every time Tan Mom comes up, I have to bring this up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Rachel Dretch is going to win an Oscar when she's 63. <laughs> Lucille Ball will never die as long as we're gossiping. As long as we're talking shit, she never dies. What's the difference between a diary and a journal? This is highway robbery. This is the worst deal in the history of all fast food. It's oh, no. $3.41. Get the fuck out. Which at Taco Bell, you can buy <laughs> you get a, say, a, a meal, meal for, for seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> Because that because that's true. You both have done the math. <laughs> Why are they called that? It's just like, oi. It's oh, a, this is no, It's when you, you see them on the shelf. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, it's the music video podcast. Hi. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And we are weird when I said hi. That was a weird hi for me. Do you want to do you want to come back in? No, it's fine. We're here. Just I want I want our listeners to know that I <laughs> I heard it and it's a weird it just sounded weird. So I if you heard it and it sounded weird to you, that's it all I agree. It sounded great to me. Okay. Well, I have a little bit nice of that problem where I am thinking about what I'm going to say instead of fully listening, which is sometimes why I repeat exactly what you've just said. Yeah, I do that. I mean if you're listening to this podcast, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're really lucky this week because we have the most talented friends. It's like I could say like, oh, here this week we have our friend so-and-so, but it's also one of the best actors and singers and improvisers and writers and party throwers and putting together a look-ers that she, exists. She on theme for this podcast. Yeah. She's, she's here. To be expected. And we're so happy to be with Maggie Dempsey Pinkawa. Hi guys, I'm really excited to be Maggie. here. Maggie, <laughs> welcome. Hi, <laughs> Maggie. I said that one of the things I said about you was that you throw great parties. And true, because we are in a season of Huge of true. parties. We just we just right at the previous corner had a Halloween party. Uh, Maggie had a Halloween party at her house that we went to. We go to annually, always. And so our episode this week, we are doing holiday music. I so I focus mainly on Christmas. Yeah, specifically like Christmas music is where I landed. I mean, the season tis the season, girls. Yeah. Like it's upon us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's you can't go, you can't walk into a dime store without hearing a Christmas track these days. And I go into lots of dime stores. So I will say that I am not a big Christmas music listener. Nor am I. But, I worked retail. You worked retail. Yeah. It's. I think that there's a root cause there. Maggie, what day do you start listening to Christmas music? Okay, so I'm kind of a brat about... I usually start on Thanksgiving Day. I think when you're starting to prepare the turkey, like it's game time. Because I, I perceive Thanksgiving to be the kickoff of um, like the, the Christmas holiday season. Um, that being said, like I, I, I know Christmas music is super obnoxious, and I think that's what I like about it. Like I'm like a oh I'll listen to the twelve days of Christmas every time it comes on in right. full person. Like what's your favorite day? Um five, but Miss Piggy <laughs> specifically. Five gold rings, bum bum bum, is my favorite. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be obnoxious. Like if you're not five gold, Eddie Izzard does a bit about it. Like five gold rings, twelve days of Christmas is like the highlight. But yeah. I, so I, I, I'm kind of like stingy with myself. Cause otherwise I'll go buck wild, but 
people who listen to it like before Halloween, get out of here. Halloween is sacred. Yeah. After that, I don't care. Apparently, there's a serious station that is just Christmas, and you can listen well, to yeah, it there is, whenever mean, you want. Every city in North America has their like light. Uh, in Des Moines, it's light 104.1. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, it is... Uh, oh, I don't remember which one, but it, they're like light. Is it like Kiss FM? No, um, it's like it's like a the like adult contemporary listening. The one that usually plays Delilah mm-hmm. turns into Christmas yeah, for sure for the season. Well, but there's a serious station that's only Christmas, so you can listen to it February oh, 1st around. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm actually usually a brat. I love finding like deep cuts Christmas carols. Like mm-hmm. I take pride in like my Christmas playlist that I've been like curating for years that I add stuff to. Mm. Um. So I, like I I enjoy like um like plunging like going deeper into the genre and finding new stuff. I. I say I don't like Christmas music, but there are select songs that will just gut me, that'll just break me in half. And they didn't mostly don't have videos. And so I have some honorable mentions later for some live things that totally I, like I have the same thing. Yeah. What is everyone's favorite and least favorite Christmas song? Just as a divorced from like versions or uh artist recording artist as best you can, what are your favorite and least favorite songs? Um. Like well, melodies. I I always like Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Mm-hmm. Um, what is is which one is is Christmas Time in the City? Is that Silver Bells? That's Silver Bells. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, the only religious one I think that I like is Oh Holy Night. Well, you have to pick one. I asked what's your favorite and least favorite. I'm going to pick a, a secular and a religious. I will say okay, my religious one is Oh Holy second. Night, and my secular one is Christmas, Please Come Home. Okay. I think my religious one, and I've thought about this like a fucking lot. And I'm sorry, can I swear? Oh, I'm please. Swear. Yeah, okay, you yeah. absolutely can. <laughs> sorry. Um, is Hark the Herald Angels Sing? Wow. I think that one's a ding dang blast to sing. And it's like, a, <laughs> it's like a deep cut and it comes on at church and you're just like, ah, I warmed up in the car. I'm ready. So that one's my religious one. Mm. Um, I think I go in phases for like secular ones. Like I love like, um, Donde Esta Santa Claus. Like again, the more obnoxious, yeah. mm-hmm. love digging into that. I don't, I don't know. I haven't like a new favorite, but I kind of want to save it for like an honorable mention live. One yeah, sure, sure. Sure. Okay. Um, my favorite is Frosty the Snowman. Really? Yes. I really wanted there to be a Fiona Apple Frosty the Snowman video. There's running not. here and there all around the square singing catch me if you can. <laughs> Better lyrics have never been written. Yeah. <laughs> when that comes on, I just feel like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite is Last Christmas. Oh, see, that's a very common least favorite. I, I think it's, I Ooh, but that's not true. I think I it's also good. really dislike Wonderful Christmas Time, as everyone does. I also supremely hate, um, 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 oh, what's the song? Christmas rapping. Oh, by the waitresses. It's, yeah, yeah. I hate that more than anything. Yeah, plays. If you've ever worked retail, every store you have that song to. Is the best. You have to hate that song because yeah. it comes on. Like like clockwork every forty seven minutes. Yeah, and it's I so say, loud. And I worked noxious. a lot of retail too, and I worked um an old navy retail season. Okay, before they had like satellite radio stuff, so it was like ah CD. Yeah. Oh and yeah, every song from that is burned for me forever. I worked at Banana Republic, and we had a manager that just like eventually, like on December like eighteenth or whatever, just like plugged in an iPod in the back room. It was like we can't. If someone yeah. from corporate is coming, like let me know so I can undo this because we're all gonna like but, kill ourselves by eating sweaters. But I cannot. 
At a, a retail job that I had, we had a running joke among the associates that we were about to answer the phone, Santa Baby, because we would listen to the same like 11 tracks yeah. on a repeat for mm-hmm. eight hours. Mm-hmm. People might like that song too much. I don't know. Is that That's towards the bottom of my list. I, there's a lot that I think people either like too much or have too much reverence for mm-hmm. that is unnecessary. But... Do you want to hear another theory I have about all Christmas music? I would love to hear every theory you have. We're going to have so much fun. Um, I think that part of why Christmas music feels special and different is it's an excuse to blatantly listen to standards. I listen to standards year round, like 1940s, big band, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, all that stuff. I love standards. I think, again, they're one of like America's few specific contributions to like the musical, you know, world, like specific to genre. And I think that standards... People enjoy and Christmas time they come back out. You're like, oh yeah, I remember Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Look, this is words I know and like it's jazzy but white. Like I just think that, <laughs> although it shouldn't be, standard, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I think that I I people like Christmas music so much, but I listen to standards around, so that's a different kind of reason that they come back and people enjoy them so much. I have a couple other polarizing ones now. I want to quiz you guys about. Yeah. Okay. Just with your pure gut, how do you feel about Little Drummer Boy? I've leaned in. Okay. I'm I'm in, but I'm especially in for the terrible Justin Bieber version. We've said I have said this. I think I've said this on this podcast before. The Buster Rhymes rap in Justin Bieber's Ooh. Little Drummer Boy, which is just called Drummer Boy, is one of the best rap verses in <laughs> of the 2010s. I am out on Little Drummer Boy, but I'm here to be won over by any song. The you other won't one won't be won over by Justin Bieber's version. <laughs> the other one I was going to ask is Blue Christmas. Here for it because people hate it, and I get to do that and set their teeth on it. I didn't know that people hate it. I hear people hate it. I love it. Yeah, very indifferent. I think it's easy. Neither to... in nor out. But if if people are out, then the contrarian in me needs to be in. Yeah, but I'm is in. that like one of the few Elvis songs you get to listen to in the wild? Again, like I feel like Christmas music pick like cherry picks like one yeah. from all these favorite artists and times, and we get to hear it in a way that we wouldn't normally. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm in on Blue Christmas. I didn't know people didn't like it. It's one that I hear people say they don't like a lot. Huh. Like, skip that one. Okay. I know that you have beef with Rudolph because of the intro, where it's like, do you, does everybody yeah. know the famous well, one? Yeah. It's like, yeah, do, of course we do. Uh, yes. Do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Yes, I do. It is the most famous <laughs> reindeer of all. No, but here's why all. it's bullshit, because he's the ninth reindeer. When that first song played, people hadn't heard of him, right? There's <laughs> eight. There's eight from Twas the Night Before Christmas, and then they're like, we're going to tag on a stepbrother. Right. And, but so then they should, but the, the, but, okay, but the, the lyrics, lyrics should be the most famous reindeer of all. Because it should be yeah, least. I do. Or like this new reindeer. Of right. All. But you, there's like now introducing a new reindeer. Yeah. If that's what it was, then fine. But that's like, true. that's not what happened. What we, what they said was, <laughs> do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? And right. it's like, yes, I am aware that he's, <laughs> he's the most, the most famous, famous reindeer of all. That's, that's what like, most famous means. <laughs> that's like, you know, Farah. And Michelle, <laughs> and Kelly, yeah. and Latoya, and Latavia. But do you recall? Do you recall <laughs> the most famous Destiny's Child? The most famous child Wait, of all. Someone, I think this was Katie Weaver on Twitter, posted something <laughs> once at how weird it is that Destiny's Child is singular. Yeah, it's not Destiny's children. Right. It's singular, and we know why. Because it's only referring to one child. Yeah. And we have Beyonce. It's Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Okay. I feel like we're, I feel like we're in it now. We're in it. Like let's, go. I mean, let's just dive in. Yeah. And I feel like the listeners may have a lot of like, uh, Christmas music in their mind and maybe not an image of music videos. Sure. But they're out there. They are definitely out there. I mean, every year brings a new crop of Christmas albums. Yeah. Every year brings a lot. A a lot don't become perennials though. No. I love that. Like gamble though. Like what's going to make it. Yeah. Like is dig in a box, a Christmas Carol now. I guess that's the kind of box it's in. Of a Christmas Carol as Die Hard, Die Hard is a as Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. I, can I fucking say? <laughs> I absolutely despise. I, I I agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I despise people who are like dropping Maggie. in. Guess what my favorite Christmas movie is? Guess, guess. How the You'll never guess. Christmas. It's Die Hard. Oh, you're so original. <laughs> Do you know why? Why? It's set at Christmas. What? Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. I I hate that. Like, just like, stop it. You're like, it's fine. Like, I get it that at one time that was an original answer. But like. The thing of like now, like, it's not a hot take. Like, yes, I agree that it is a Christmas movie. Yes, I agree that it's probably someone's favorite movie. Do you need to go out of your way to say that it is your favorite Christmas movie? No, you don't. You're at this point, you're being pedantic. And you know that. <laughs> also, you brought up this weird question of a hypothetical just so you could tell me you liked it. Right, yeah. yeah. And I also, I brought up this weird question of a hypothetical just so I could tell you that I don't like when people answer this hypothetical in a way that I've decided. Yeah. But that's, listen, I have a microphone and you don't. <laughs> that's why this is a podcast. <laughs> so. That's real. All right, well, let's start with our guest. Maggie, do you have a top three this week? I do. Okay, and I have lots of um, caveats. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I had trouble separating um, favorite songs from favorite music videos. It's hard. It's common, right? Yeah. And and specifically, um, I think specifically for Christmas, it was different, like visual than whatever, like reasons you like it. You're like, oh, I heard that when I was with my dad opening present. Whatever. Right. Um, so I I will say that this is video focused, and I had trouble. I I, I had to dig deeper and think about it differently. Um, than I thought to find music videos. I will say I was surprised. Um, I expected <laughs> to be like, boom, here are the things I love. Nostalgia and magical realism. Boom, I'm gonna find that. Like, <laughs> like, those are my yeah. aesthetic. And I really expected to find lots of stuff with that. And then the more and more I watched, I was like, nah, dude, I yeah. love sincerity. Yeah. All of my favorites yes. were just really earnest. I was surprised at that. I was like, give me more like, I don't know, claymation or like animated friggin' polar bears, but every day. That's not what happened. I was very surprised. So turns out I'm a of of all of the things I am, a big old cornball is the biggest. Um okay. So I um my top three. Okay. Number three is a deep cut and it's weird and I love it. Okay. Um Lindsay Sterling's Santa Baby. Who is Lindsay Sterling? So she showed up on suggested things a lot. Sure. Is so she- my goddaughter loves her. She's a violin player who also sings and is a ballet dancer. Is she from a, a ballet dancer or a belly dancer? Ballet. On point. Not shimmy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think oh, from we, like a... Yeah, like, like America's a, Got Talent sure. or The Voice or something. It doesn't matter. I don't know. But I feel she like that's... Be. I yeah. don't know because I don't know who it is. Because I'd never heard that name before, but... Yeah, no, she's... um, This video is a... Again, after I just said I kind of hate Santa Baby, and I do. Um, This song, this video, it feels like um, 
felt like a deep cut. I love the like the whole like YouTube generation of videos is different from like I used to watch this on MTV when I got home from work, whatever. Sure. Like um, it feels very like. I think I first saw it in like 2016 or something like that. But she does this thing where this one is really like fantastical. So she um, like is in like a pretend Christmas themed bathtub and then is like opening presents with her other ballet friend dancers. I don't know. It's just real um, playful. And this did the thing that I love of when they take other stuff and like add Christmas to it. Like <laughs> yeah. there's nothing inherently Christmassy about taking a bubble bath. No. Right, like I do it all the time. I love doing it during Christmas, but it's, but there is if you put a Chris if you if you put Christmas lights in your tub. Right, it's all like pink and red and like really stylized and cute. And then they're doing like, um, like fun ballet moves and they're cute little like outfits. And she also this looks like plays the violin. Like she's a trained violinist. Oh. Uh, and I found she was on America's Got Talent in 2010. Mm. but she became famous on YouTube. It said in 2007, which makes her a real like, yeah, <laughs> she was a pioneer in that. Like my goddaughter loves her and has been brought to see her in concert. And it's like a fun young performer who also plays a string instrument and like is a ballet dancer. Like you don't have to be just one thing. Right. I should probably know, have known all of this like backstory on her, but she's got like her dog in her tub. Like she has huh. sort of a young Jane Krakowski vibe. A hundred percent. And I love um, uh, the thing that I found in all of the Christmas music videos I watch. I think two to a one is um, there's something where it doesn't have its own like separate narrative. They're all very much like talking to the viewer. Like right. this is my Christmas song. Yes. I love that though. Like it bring like get it girl play your violin in the tub. Um, and it's just like pretty and fun and it has nothing to do with Santa baby bringing her presents. Her dog can also dance. She's in a tub in a robe, by the way. Yes. She's in a tub, a robe, curlers, a sequined like bonnet. And the tub is filled with balloons. Her violin is also sequins, which, you know, I like that. And she's got like pink hair and a big bow. She's also doing that thing of like, um, kid friendly sexy, which I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. That's a weird thing to value, I guess. But like, no, no, I like glamour for kids. A hundred percent. Like yeah. you would be fine letting any kid watch this probably. Yeah. I don't know. But like, I know that my goddaughter like loves her and like, she's like learning the violin too. And like, how old's your goddaughter? She's eight. Okay. Yeah. Olivia. Yeah. This seems great for an eight, but it's also like, is it the best song you've ever heard? No, but this is like fun and playful and different, but still uses all the stuff you love. I do appreciate that this is a real video. It's so much better directed than almost all of the Christmas videos I watched. Right, like they, this has real production value. Absolutely. This is a music video. and I'm going to turn the sound on for just a second so I can hear her voice. Yeah, I want to hear Santa w- Baby could really make or break. It can go anyway. <laughs> that's how her violin sounds. But that's important because she's just as much a violinist as a singer. Oh yeah, she's great. And it's like it's not like baby talk. No. But it's also like a club vibe, but not in like a way that annoys me. I feel like she's got a strong core. Well, I mean, she's, she's a ballet dancer. <laughs> no, but like she's she's all of these things, though, right? She's a singer yeah. and a violinist and 
I feel like there's also the hard part of like a lot of Christmas songs are well-worn territory, right? We right. all know the words, we all know the melody and like you can, th- you have a choice. You can either completely make it your own, which is like high risk, high reward, or you can be super truthful to how it went originally. Mm-hmm. And I think she like struck out and like made it her own and it's fun and poppy and you still know all the words, but it's not like, well, why didn't you just make that a B flat or whatever? Right, yeah. Uh, the worst version of Santa baby is Michael Bublé's. <gasps> That's accurate. Although it is, I don't know. I still listen to it. I love him and I shouldn't, but I do. I don't know why because I shouldn't. My favorite thing that because he's so afraid of being gay. Right. For sure. My favorite and thing on like, the list is want to fuck Santa if you're a guy. Right. There's There are apps for this. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my number three. I thought cool. it um, it was fresh and fun and uh, pretty and well done. Okay. Number two. Yep. Mm-hmm. In sync, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Okay. This is my number one. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get into it because it's yep. not in mine, but I have a lot to say. Okay. Okay, so this is my number one. It is... um, (laughs) Number one. (laughs) It is filmed in like an hour and a half. Like this was filmed in like an airport hangar in like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. It is filmed entirely in front of a green screen. Fine. With the plot... Okay, so the plot... The plot of Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays is that... I mean, I'll let you tell it. It's your pick. No, I mean, I just, it did. Here, here, here's, here are the notes I wrote. Okay. Gary Coleman? <laughs> yep. Gary Coleman plays a big part in this. And he's, he's an elf, but he's in like a leather suit with a bucket hat. He's maybe the head elf. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the elf. But he's, he's like the elf Gary in Coleman charge. If Gary Coleman were an elf, which are. Also, and this is true a lot of of a lot of celebrities who have gone on mm-hmm. before us. R.I.P. Gary, Gary Coleman, Coleman to me first. has always been alive, but he's also always been dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you told me he died in 1980, I would believe you. If you yes. told me he was still alive, I would believe you. For I sure. felt this way when David Bowie died. When was he, like, yes. when insane that we lived at the same time and also that he's not alive anymore. When I saw him in this video, I was like, oh, he was still alive. And then I was like, wait, did, but when did he die? La- yes. last year like who it's- i remember avenue q had to deal with this problem <laughs> no yeah. for real it's like he's a whole character in avenue q and when when he passed on it was open on broad broadway london somewhere and they had to deal with okay how do we do that right and they actually made it a very they had a character state the year so that now avenue q was set in a time when oh, i love that. was still alive so they did it like really cool they're like no no, no this was like a loving portrayal of yeah gary i feel like he's I, I want to say that he's a punchline because he's so ubiquitous, but that's not what it is. Right. He's like an uh, like a rough and ready cameo. No, well, I mean in everything, like Gary yeah. Coleman, oh, like I yeah. saw him and I recognized him. Oh right, his, I don't think his he's a punchline. Li- I yeah. think his I mean, life was really hard, and he only ever came to have fun at whatever he was on. Yeah, like he was like a, he would cameo in whatever you wanted him to, and every time we saw him, it was a joy. Yeah. Like you're like yes, he's in here. Okay, so my my the, feedback was Gary Coleman quote <laughs> Christmas is canceled narrative. <laughs> And the hella green screen. Yes. So the plot of Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays is that Santa is either sick or drunk. Mm -hmm. Santa is, has taken ill and cannot deliver the presents. Something's wrong. Or died. It's never clear if Santa is (laughs) going to recover. Right. And Gary Coleman is there as like, again, as head elf. uh, And then makes the call after seeing a signed picture of NSYNC. 
that NSYNC are uniquely qualified they to take over mm-hmm. for Santa at this time and then like summons in NSYNC who then says, what you talking about, Gary? Oh, that's right. Which is not great. Not great. Then the rest of the, all of this takes place, by the way, on a set that is just in front of a green screen. Yeah, and, they had $100 in an hour. And uh, NSYNC f- f- gets on us to Santa's sleigh and ostensibly via green screen, we're led to believe that they go around the world delivering presents or goodwill or something. But yeah. we do not ever see them delivering presents. What we see them doing is two things. One, bringing food to homeless people. Mm-hmm. Just a ragtag group of character actors with uh, <laughs> like some soot on their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is not great. No. And two, having a party. Just yeah. throwing a huge party where JC is trying to get with a gal. JC is trying to fuck on Christmas. I don't know if I'll be able to find this, but JC at, does this thing where okay. he's like, oh. I wrote down the time. It's at, it's at like a minute <laughs> 23 ish. So what? JC is singing. And he, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, rewind yes. that back a little bit. Play that with sound, because with this, he's not making any song. Like he's not making, he's not saying anything that would necessitate this reaction. Okay, so he's singing. He's putting his arms around a gal. What? And then he does like a <laughs> ooh. For ooh, the family or the lyrics. It's the best time of year for the family. Um, is he saying like, "Are we gonna have a family with oh. this random?" Oh, maybe. maybe. And and there's also also projected onto the green screen at various points are goodwill to men in many languages. Mm-hmm. Um, but not. It's literally translated. It's not ever translated like goodwill to men as like a sentiment of like it's, like giving goodwill does not mean like they just put it in Google Translate. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 it's not great. So looking at like their hair and age, this is after their first album, but not bef- but before everything else. That's correct. This was probably also filmed in just like the middle of summer. Oh yeah, just like filmed in like during July forty fourth. A, a different video. Uh, there, okay, so this is where there's girls just hanging up pennants. Mm-hmm. Why Christmas pennants? Yeah, <laughs> they're on team. They're on the Christmas team. The yellow and green Christmas. Pennants. <laughs> they're all trying out for the Christmas team. In all, so here's a theme in every one of these videos we watched. Somebody's kids are there. Whose kids are these kids? Yeah, it's like people who let their kids there. Industry toddlers. <laughs> like, there's one point where Lance has to pick up a baby, and he's like, "Why do I have to have this baby?" <laughs> also, like, these toddlers on this bed are all like twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all like graduating college this year. I just love. I also love. Um, so okay, so I think "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays" is one of the few newer songs. I say newer, showing my age. Yeah, that is like. Can it? Well, with oh, Christmas, like anything past 1985 is new. I mean, yes. like, we all know that I was in a college acapella group, and this yeah. really was a big moment for us. Yes. Was learning Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. The line, of everybody's playing because school's out, mm-hmm. is such a good line. Going back to why I love Frosty the Snowman, it really gave me that Frosty feeling. Like, it, <laughs> it was, it's so good. 
I also love the fashion of this particular moment in time where everything is both s- like surfing and snowboarding. You can get everything you need from PacSun because you're wearing ski board pants this and a is, bikini top. Yeah, and this was goggles. This was the perfect moment God for NSYNC to release a Christmas album because if you look at like Jordan Knight, mm-hmm. it is in fashion to be cold. Like to have yes. a, tur- a ribbed turtleneck sweater and a vest and a parka yes. and ski goggles under your beanie like Chris Kirkpatrick does. Mm-hmm. Is like the height of fashion year round, and like puffy vest. The snowboard pants are always oh, okay. Oh, those snowboard pants are great. I mean, I mean, in the summer, if you had a snowboard pant that zipped off, that's what you want. That's what you want. Like, I feel like even the shoes looked like snowboarding shoes, yes. right? Like I had like those big Osiris's that I'm definitely still wearing. Yeah, you want I like had, a soap shoe. You yeah. want like a. Uh, like I had big pants that, that zipped off, but I also had a hoodie, and this was the first of its kind that I had ever seen. Okay. Now they're a little more common, but the sleeves had a hole for my thumb. Yes, yeah, like a like yeah. a like a you, fingerless glove at the end of my sleeve. That's what you need. Yeah, I just feel like this is like of the time. Like yeah, we it's, see like it's the ramen the hair song. on Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah, that top ramen do. So I paused this for a reason, uh, Maggie and Chris, with your input too, if you mm-hmm. like. Joey Fatone specifically, if you could describe to our listeners what he is wearing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think this is a red and white vertical stripe. I'm going to say a peppermint Henley. We can't see how far (laughs) down it goes. Um, But then he's also got, I think they're, I perceive those as like snowboard overall bibs. They go all the way to his collarbone. They're so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that way you don't get snow when you yeah. fall on your snowboard. And I'm gonna is that like a are those goggles or a headband? I think it's a headband. They're goggles. They're goggles. Okay. But they're individuals. They're like for speed snow mm-hmm. speed ski, skiing or and they're swimming. Holding back his uh crisp spiked hair. Yeah. Wait, hold on one second. Oh, there it is from the side. This is good. I just I, I'm here for like this is what I was trying to like emulate in my fashion. Yeah, those are definitely they're ski. It's a ski board bib or like a snow bib. Yeah, I was trying to put into Google Translate the lyrics, the German that was on the wall behind them, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be goodwill, goodwill to men. To men. Uh, what it came up with, and I don't know that I saw it a hundred percent correctly because I'm looking at it sideways off of a MacBook screen across the room. But it, what it came up as is voltage for all people. That yeah, uh, we want that too. Yes. So everybody, power on. Everyone deserves power. Um, I just, this this song is joyful. It made it to canon, right? It was like, NSYNC had Huge. no business to not die a slow death of oblivion. Right. But like, <laughs> like so many of us will. Um, but I feel like this song is a dang moment. Every time it comes on, when I'm at Mariano's, my day is made. Yep. I love the fashions. I love the nonsensical plot. I Hella love the, the red letterboxing. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was big for me. For sure. On YouTube, it's trimmed a little bit, but they kept it just enough so you know that it was, at one time, meant to be played on your parents' CRT TV. Yes. Yes. I also love, and this is um, just what's wrong with me, the, like, and happy holidays. Right. Like, it's inclusive a little bit. It's a little bit inclusive. It started, like, trying to kick that door open a little bit, which I just... Yeah. What a great message. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um I do love I think a lot of music videos and this one definitely has it of like the there is a there's a plot of the song and there's a plot of the video and never the twain shall meet. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no nothing at all no. in common. 
other than NSYNC is supposed to be delivering presents, but they're throwing a party instead. They are slacking. Gary yes. Coleman recruited them specifically. Yeah. And they're just trying they to hit on their down. boss's daughters at work. Yeah, they're just, JC <laughs> is just trying to like get busy. Yeah, he's going to ask for their receipts later. Also, at one point, um, I believe that it's JC, but I, I also think Joey Fatone has something to do with it. While they're like handing food to homeless people, uh, they sing in their face, God sends you his love. They say that so much in it. Which is, God the, sends his love. Maybe the rudest thing to say to a homeless person, I sure. think. Sure. I'm like, we are God bringing you his love on this plate. God yeah. sends you his love. God sends hi. <laughs> to us, because he doesn't <laughs> talk to you because you're forsaken. God. Oh, if I see God, I'll tell him you said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. It's it's like a little problematic in that like they would have no idea. I'm sure like some producers were like, "Here, put on these ski pants and bounce around." They're like, "Are there ladies? Um, we'll get them." Great yeah. music video in the can. Ladies, kids, a homeless. <laughs> yeah. Are there toddlers? A uh, 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 soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah, all the things you need for it's a, a weird some choice. Penance. for like a corporate soup kitchen. <laughs> it's great. Okay, love it so much. It's you talked one. about um, like. Acapella stuff. Okay, so I had tried. I also so I did videos. These were my videos. I also like picked like specials. We have to talk about the specials because those are important, and that's yeah. I think where a lot of like my Christmas music viewing comes from. Okay. So I also have a list of top specials. Um, but I had trouble because Pentatonix is my shit forever. Yeah, I love them. I've this seen. This is hard for me. <laughs> That, I understand. But so, okay. So I was like, cool. Like Pentatonix is mo- like, I love all of their Christmas albums. They're ubiquitous. They're like the 20 teens Christmas, like mules of, uh-huh. of everything. But all of their videos are, I'm going to say not terribly interesting. And that's unfair. I think they're great. They're well-produced, but a lot of them are just five people singing at a camera. That's arranged. Interestingly. Right. So I, I didn't have them on my music video list, but I freaking love them. Well, I, I think with why they need to be in a video, but I feel like, well, they need to be in a video just they're so not they, telegenic, but people are watching things on YouTube. That's how people are hearing music. I know, but, but then I think that set up with acapella music, especially we want to see all the, that the action is the vocals. And yes. so you need to see all five of them all the time. Where it's like, who's making that bass noise? Who's doing that? Oh, it's that one. Who's doing that? It's the magic trick of acapella. I would say we don't. Well, I'm I'm going to <laughs> I am going to go against that and say, but would you want Pentatonix to have like a Beyonce who gets the storyline and we don't see who's singing? Sure. <laughs> if that makes for a more interesting video, yeah. Like it's going to be like Meatloaf. I would do anything for love, where they just have other people come in and act a story and they're singing in the background. Would love that. Would kill for that. I so, I love what they do, but it's not the most interesting music video. Well, so that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. trying, so, guys. I'm trying to like give you ways to spice it up. I so I watched one of theirs because I had a video that I knew you guys would shoot down. Because I think Fleet Fox's "White Win- White Winter Hymnal" is a Christmas song. Yes, it is. And I thought that I would be people. I would just be told like, "No, that's an indie song about winter." It's not. Is it a good video? But well, it's a weird claymation thing. The pentatonics. But pentatonics covers it, and they sing it for Christmas. And I was like, oh. That's pretty. I love, I, again, I'm always trying to like broaden like the Christmas music thing. So I think like, any, like it's in, I also included like making Christmas by Pentatonix. That was my pick. If I got to pick one, which is a nightmare before Christmas Halloween song. Yeah. Um, but that's, I don't know. I love their music video style and I think it's really cool to watch. And again, I'm usually like listening and I want to see who's doing what. Um, and, but is it my favorite music videos? Right. No. Yeah. Okay. So my number one music video, cause I had to talk about, 
Okay, number one I chose, and this is, again, I expected magical realism and like fake snow and glitter and mm-hmm. yeah. fucking tap dancing penguins. My number one is Bing Crosby and David Bowie, Peace on Earth slash Little Drummer Boy. We yeah. love this. Yeah. I mean, and again, you love to see it. I love, um, again, the joy of Christmas is trying to bring multiple generations together, right? It's yeah. trying to bring people in. It's trying to gather when you might not otherwise. And not just Christmas, right? Holidays, winter solstice whatever it is it's about bringing stuff together and again this music video not terribly sexy right it's just it's really um earnest i feel like you can sense that they're tickled to be singing with each other little drummer boy so this is like no i'm this is one that i'm this is on my list too it's not in my top three but there's less they have more in common yes then there's more similarities than differences between those two everybody acts like it's such an odd couple but it makes perfect sense that they were uh, the only the only glitch is time right like they understood each other they sound beautiful together um i feel like you can picture them in their like the living room set that they're in um and and i love both of them and i it doesn't matter if i'm closer in age to one of them or not like i just you i feel like you feel that appreciation and that like coming together in circumstances that aren't artificial but i mean they were i'm sure they were like you too well I love, I guess back then they probably called them clips, but it was a video before MTV, which I don't think we've had yet on here. Oh, interesting. um, On this podcast. I think we might've had a couple, but I don't know. It's definitely rare. It's pretty rare. Um, Isn't the conceit that David Bowie is coming over to bring Cosby's house? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Like, swing by, meet the missus. I'm reading a little bit about the behind the scenes of this. And the reason that there's a new melody in this is because David Bowie refused to sing Little Drummer Boy. Really? Interesting. He said, I won't do it if I have to sing Little Drummer Boy. That's very funny. But then his mom talked him into it because she loved Bing Crosby. I think I also just love, I love all those like, the ones that feel as ancient as possible, right? Like I like right. like Harkle the Herald Angels saying like, I feel like Little Drummer Boy, you can picture like Dickensian people. You can picture people like centuries ago sing like again, for some reason, the holidays bring out these genres that we don't have access to. Do I listen to Gregorian chants for fun? Sure. Am I a freak? Also, yes. <laughs> but like we get to experience these genres that we wouldn't like, I never go to church, but I love Hark the Herald Angels sing. Right. Mm-hmm. These other genres that we have, we have access to because of holiday music that I don't know if we told more stories during then or what made it come, come to the rise to the top that we still have access to it. But I feel like little drummer boy, like you can probably date those lyrics back, whatever hundreds of years. I just love that idea of people like us singing this around a fire that could look like ours, like hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Well, and in real time, this particular video, two vastly different worlds, like the counterculture that knew about David Bowie and loved David Bowie was not familiar to Bing Crosby. Like right. that's, he probably thought those were all hippies. Well, and how many like Bing Crosby lovers right. then had safe entree to David Bowie? Yeah. And he was eventually going to go to that, that, uh, I hate when people say era, but that era of like thin white Duke where mm-hmm. he had like, I think uh, David Bowie weird to call suits them and things. Um, but this is very close to probably Ziggy Stardust. He was probably the weirdest person in pop music back of then. Of course. Um, I think I found the dialogue. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. I'm David Bowie. I live down the road. Oh, Sir Percival lets me use his piano when he's not around. He's not around, is he? I can honestly say I haven't seen That, like, rich British dude just swinging around dialogue. Sir, Sir Percival lets him use the piano. Find Who's Sir Percival? I know David Bowie doesn't have his own piano, which is hilarious. Yeah, 
I like that they're wearing the same outfit. Yes. Generally. I love that's a that's a joke, right? Yes. <laughs> How? What year is this? Oh, um, I like how old is John Lennon at this time? It's post Beatles, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Bing Crosby's like older than the this. Beatles. Is like seventy four, seventy five, probably. Okay. It's more modern than we think. I also love. Um, Actually, looking at David Bowie, this might be like 1980. This might be newer than we think. No, 1977. I want the holidays to be more like this. I want it to be David Bowie dropped by I'm Bing Crosby. Right. And we're just, we know all the words, and there doesn't have to be a good reason, and there doesn't have to be a glitter cannon. Like, can it just be this, like, this comfort? This comfort that we work a little harder to extend to each other. Can it be easy? And they nice? probably did it in one take. It was probably easy to do. They're both professionals. I'm yeah. sure they had one rehearsal. I just, I just love that where it feels like a neighbor could pop by, and I, I was surprised. I was very surprised that this is my top pick. If you are my neighbor and you're listening to this, do not pop by. <laughs> I will not be answering the door. What if it's David Bowie? Like, text me if you knock on my door and you have not told me that you're coming over. I am not opening that door. That's fair. It is probably a scammer. A liar or a child, and I'm uninterested <laughs> in opening the sometimes any of them. all three. I don't want a magazine subscription, but like, oh, <laughs> like my like if if sorry if I could make like fezzy wigs my home twenty four seven like year round, that's what I would choose. I wish David Bowie had like a a tin of brownies. Sure, he brought a fruit cake, some kind of bourbon dipped thing. Yeah. And that thing, like, yeah, I don't you can know. just come over empty handed and expect you with someone's piano. <laughs> Sir right. Percival, she usually lets him also, I like, know, but bring some cookies. Oh, I Bowie. love that he taps the piano to get, like, see what key it's in, and then they both stand beside the piano, and no one continues to play it, but there's a full orchestra. Yeah. Peace on earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Ryan. Yes. What are your top three? Uh, I'm going back and forth on some. These uh, honorable mentions are really going to save me this week, I think. Okay. Uh, just try your best. I'm going to do my very best. So my number three, mm-hmm. my number three, I'm I'm bringing up. It is fully problematic, and I will own this and admit it. And I'm bringing it up kind of for that reason because I watched this to see what it was because I knew the song so well, mm-hmm. and then I watched it and it landed exactly where I thought, where I was hoping that it wouldn't. What is it? It is "Oi to the World." By no doubt, <laughs> and I'm gonna Did bring not it up. Watch it. I'm gonna bring it up and just let it play. It's probably their most like punk video. It comes post Tragic Kingdom. It was for one of those like very special Christmas yes. uh, charity albums, mm-hmm. which I think a, a few of my choices I this week those. were. Um, don't I don't want to hear this. You don't have to. I do. It is on their tour. They're in India, and uh, Tony from No Doubt is Indian. And they may have been there on, on tour, and that's a, a, a fine place to be in a beautiful culture. For Gwen Stefani, that means just putting it all on. And she's in full, like, sort of... Uh, she's wearing Mandy. She's, she's wearing, wearing like, a tank, like we know her, too. But then she's wearing, like, a, a sari skirt and some kind of, like, almost like a bridal crown mm-hmm. and bindis. And there are <laughs> several shots of her just surrounded by, uh, adorned by, like, Indian dancers and things and it's really 
you know, it's her sweet spot. It's where she, oh, she. I mean, uh, yeah, this is a big oy. It really is. The song is so fun, and I, I just feel like if this is a podcast where we're learning, then it's a thing where you look back on a thing and it's like, okay, I have. We have to reckon with that a little bit. Yeah, we do. Gwen Stefani famously does not have any interest in reckoning with it. Um, I have, I have lots of weird thoughts about this. But I do love the song. It's a remake of a song by the Vandals, which was a contemporary of No Doubts. Like, they're not that much older of a band. Oh. And it's about, like, uh, gangs getting along for the holidays, which I think is sort of fun. It's sort of like yeah. all of the soccer hooligans are calming down because it's Christmas. All of, all of the, the, you know. Can people. I hear, like, a little of the sound? Yeah. There she is. No doubt was just such an important part of my like development. I still really like them. For sure. So okay, so I've actually had a lot of thought about this and it's also like controversial. But I feel like we're so worried about cultural appropriation. I'm terrified that we're going to be stuck in our silos forever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to to have a culture where we're not letting everybody contribute to trends. Right. Like I would love for there to be a really important like Indian fashion designer, an Indian musician who like influences all of our culture. Sure, but I think the difference is who is profiting off of those but, trends. But here, so that's the problem. Gwen like, Stefani is the one teaching everybody how to look right. Indian. It's not <laughs> right. right. But and like, it's, it's also like. And, it's and as her, much a critique of a culture that would listen to something Gwen Stefani is doing and not something that uh, a person from India is. Right, is because sure. because they are remaining unnamed in this transaction. Right. Um, and so that's, you know, a thing that I am, you know, I'm always anxious to learn and change and uh-huh. accept that a thing that I used to like to listen to is comes now. with some baggage. Right. Lecture number two. <laughs> But I think that's a thing that everybody should watch. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number two is John Bon Jovi featuring Cindy Crawford. And Excuse me? Please Come Home for Christmas. It's oh, a John Bon Jovi no. song. Is Cindy Crawford singing in this? No, no, no. She's barely... Uh, Cindy Crawford, as I'm going to show you, is better in 2D than 3D. Ouch. Uh, moving is not... Really? Like, yeah. Is this a 3D movie? It's not, but... As like, you'll see that she is really wanting like her her photograph taken more than her moving image. Um, she basically is posing at frames per second that we're not capturing, rather oh. than moving. Yeah, I see her. She looks terrible. No, she looks amazing. This is. What do you want me to say about this? She looks no, I great. See, I want to see. Yeah, but their interactions is not like there's not a lot of chemistry between them. No, she's modeling. They could be mannequins. Yeah. Um, but this is a Herb Ritz video for him to do like a Christmas video. I think is probably pretty special. And it's just lots of just uh, tans and butts. Well, that's Christ- probably why she's modeling because it's a fashion photographer. Yeah. But it's Christmas, and if you want to see just like hot people in summer wear for Christmas, then that's uh, that's my number two. Great, that's great. I lo- again, like it doesn't have to like baby come home for Christmas. Maybe they're in yeah somewhere hot. They're in like Phoenix. I love that. Yeah, uh, my number one is another polarizing song, 
but I think it's un- undeniable for Christmas videos, and that is Last Christmas by Wham. Okay, this was my number two, so I'm Yours are just out of covered. things to yeah. talk about. <laughs> uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Everybody knows the song. It's been covered by literally everybody. Too many people. Too many, yeah. The video you might not remember. The video is a ski trip of Wham and all of their friends and girlfriends. And the plot of it is that George Michael last Christmas was with a girlfriend that is now with Andrew from Wham. This year, she's with his best friend. Oh, geez. And last Christmas, he gave her a brooch, like a pin for her jacket. And this year, she showed up at the ski trip with Andrew, and he's wearing the brooch upside down. Which, yeah, that means that he's looking. That means he's available. It's like a flower <laughs> on his hair. Um, one bit this of trivia. Go ahead. 100% shot from a thousand yards away. Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, what I wrote down is that if all music videos are shot like movies or commercial, this one is shot like surveillance footage. <laughs> it's very. This is shot <laughs> from like from, a ski lift. Yeah. This it's is like shot. Bond. It's all shot like it is evidence in a trial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Something went down in this lodge this weekend. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I started to watch this one for homework, and I hate the song in turn. People do. Thank you. It's so bad. It I, is one of the worst Christmas songs of all time. But, I mean, I'm sad I didn't make it further through the video because I'm here for that, like, narrative and, like, it's fuzzy an, stuff. It's an insane video, though. It is the... The women in this, you told me this, yeah. are their backup singers. It's their backup singers. Their name are Pepsi and Shirley. Of course they are. And they are Pepsi. <laughs> they had and their Shirley. They had their own career. <laughs> they had their own albums later, but this they were with Wham always. This is them and Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. You totally like their, Which one is Pepsi and which one is Shirley? Oh, uh, we have Pepsi on the left and Shirley on the right. Mm-hmm. What does Pepsi have? Oh, it's just a headband. Just I a thought headband. it was like a I thought it was like a mic. No, it's a Pepsi or a, a pe- <laughs> Uh, headband and a large earring, like yeah. a large. Got like, it, got it, got it. Gotcha. Yeah, perfect. they're in the video. Here we are, just clapping and dancing and uh-huh. choosing. Where are they in last Christmas? Uh, you only see them approaching the ski lift, and then at the end of the party, like everybody's sort of. Together. Oh, they're not yeah. the girlfriends. No, they're not the girlfriends. Oh, no, they're just additional friends out. that were invited. Yeah. Also, it feels like why? It why are they all going to the same Christmas? Like ski trip again. It's just like a bunch of rich friends going right. in together for like a condo. But like, why are they still <laughs> friends if she's like dating his bestie? Right. They haven't talked about it for a year. Also, why do some people get enthusiastic hugs at the beginning of that? And then this girl just gets a handshake. She's meeting some people for the first time. She is not. Oh, she's not. Because she is, she was there last Christmas. I think that's a signal being sent to her. Maybe she's the bitch who keeps ruining their Christmas yeah. trips because she keeps dating different also, people. Also, this, it's all coats. The fashion in this is just nonstop so coats. coats. Yeah. It's all coats, which we love. Um, also, they're like opening, they're doing like countdowns to like a Christmas like popper, like the like the little things where you like yeah. let the thing open. Yeah. Is this New Year's or Christmas? They're doing a lot of things I associate with New Year's. So maybe last Christmas just refers to the week prior. Maybe, but how rude is that? To turn your brooch upside down in a week? Yeah. Oh. Cold. No, like December 26th the year prior, but the very next day you Mm. gave it away? Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. Huh. But also, did she even want his heart? It was like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm not going to ruin Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I'll let you know tomorrow. Uh I feel like... Christmas is a uniquely British holiday. 
they have that they have that Christmas singles chart that's like a really important thing to be number one on. Another an honorable mention of mine, just while we're on the subject. Um, and I guess I have time because all of mine have been picked at this oh, no. point. What was your number three? Well, I'll get to it. Oh, okay. that's the only one I have left to talk about. So okay. I'll wait Sorry. for that. But, uh, the, an honorable mention I have is that we watched every version of, do they know it's Christmas of which there are four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the first one. I think it's dramatic. Everyone <laughs> in the first one is, has only eaten cocaine for 26 <laughs> oh hours. Oh my God. Like everyone in the first one is Boy like George on is... a bender. Like the like the last. Boy George is so clammy looking in that. All of them look like it could be the last footage of any of them. <laughs> last Christmas. Like it would be, if you put it, like it, if you did it in slow-mo with a sepia tone, like a zoom in, it looks like, like, a, like a flashback mm-hmm. in behind the music of like when times are worst, but for every single person in this. Like everyone they're all sweaty yet like clammy and like their nostrils are the size of like like a platter they're all the guy from duran duran is like he looks like all he's eaten is salt for a year he's so like swollen it's yeah it's rough my favorite part is when bono comes in for that tonight thank god sting looks over and just fully rolls his eyes just like oh god bono lyric it's so rude. It's so I mean, mean. Every people are divided on this on the internet because some people think it's like knowingly rude. It's like tough like, love. Yeah, it's like um, it's like it's it's knowing and like uh, fuck you, you asshole. I feel like it's like clean your plate. I would say even if it is, it's still not great. Yeah. Also, <laughs> some places have snow in Africa. Right. Africa is the second largest continent. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's places in Africa where there is snow, mm-hmm. and also there's Probably so many not, places where there's not Christmas for a reason, like because that's not what they're believing in. And also, <laughs> and also in the the southern hemisphere doesn't have the same seasons that we do. Right. Can I do an honorable mention in, in talking about that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the comedian Tim Minchin? No. no. Okay, he's an Australian um, musical performer, and he has a song, and this is my new favorite Christmas song. And it's called White Wine in the Sun because in Australia, Christmas is in the middle of summertime. Oh, wow. And it's a beautiful song that he's singing to his like infant daughter. And it's got all of, like the cynicism about like consumerism and like hyper Christianity. It's, it's a beautiful song and it's White Wine in the Sun because it's the middle of summer. I do know this guy. Huh. I didn't know. I've seen him a lot. We'll have to listen to it. It's... I didn't know that I knew him. It's this guy. I have never seen that face in my life. He like... Welcome to your new like comedian rabbit hole. He's so like quick and smart and he's huh. coming out with a new show and he actually did a musical version of the movie Groundhog and it's really like it, it's cool and I'm writing a song from it. Like I'm a big Tim Minchin fan, but at, like cool. later you'll have to listen to White Wine in the Sun. And I just love that idea of another Christmas tradition that I wouldn't have known about because, you know, here it's cold. Huh. <laughs> okay. Well, Ryan, what's your number one? Oh, your number one was my last number Christmas. one was last Christmas. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now we're all about you. So we're all about okay. Yep. My okay. So my I, I mean I'll go down my list because mm-hmm. we've already done my one and two. My number one was Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Great, great. Um, my number two was Last Christmas by Wham. The story of a murder allegedly that occurred <laughs> in the ski chalet. Like yeah. it's it's it. You could recut this to like a horror movie oh, in 100%. one second. A- Agatha Christie. Yeah. Cast of dozens. 
the bro. Also, there's one part I, I wrote this down to. There's one part in Last Christmas that really bothered me because someone comes in from outside, was like gathering wood for the fire or something, and comes in from outside and hands that wood or whatever it is. I don't know what he's getting. I'm assuming it's that. Hands it to somebody. And yet still has snow all over his hair and body. And then in the middle of the room, like dust himself off. Like that's do rude. that when you walk in. Stomp your boots. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's rude. They God. should not go on this trip every year. No. Yeah. They should maybe like think about the guest list. <laughs> uh, my number three, since that's, you know, the only thing I get mm-hmm. <laughs> in this world <laughs> is Sleigh Ride by TLC. <gasps> That was that almost made my list. So good. Um, the the ad libs in this are nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, Left Eye says "reindeer presents." <laughs> <laughs> she's just naming. She's just like na- she's like free associating. <laughs> she's doing like a five things, five things, five things. Like she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote that the condom placement isn't as well thought out in this as it is in other TLC videos. Yeah. As if they were like told to tone it down a little bit like in most of the ooh on the TLC tip things they're yeah. like have huge ones that are like fashioned into a belt or yes. like they're like they're really obviously left like left eye's eye, eye. Yeah. like there there's more happening like there's it's like part of like a visual landscape this one they're literally just in overalls that have like three to five condoms just kind of taped around yeah. which is better than stapled better mm-hmm. but like it seems <laughs> yeah don't staple your condoms guys yeah yeah be careful with that um, another example of a video where they're just handed children. I don't know whose <laughs> children these are. Totally. Children are just kind of around. They're at a house. Par- so in this video, they're kind of in like an industrial house party, like a weird mm-hmm. loft thing. Yeah. That has like interstitial cuts to each of them doing something for someone else, doing some kind of act for goodwill. Somebody act irons goodwill. a shirt. So left eye irons. Mm-hmm. clothing for a pregnant woman like a pregnant woman is ironing clothing and is like i can't iron this i'm pregnant i was like i got it and left i like got you <laughs> got it girl mm-hmm. uh chili feeds a blind man with a spoon yeah like a baby that's not good <laughs> it seems like you could just bring someone food right mm-hmm. like he's probably capable of feeding himself or out. like ask you know she just steals the spoon. <laughs> T-Boz uh, brings a couple together via mistletoe. There is a couple sitting in rocking chairs that are just facing each other. And we're led to believe they're like about to divorce or like haven't spoken in years. Right. Um, or like have never met. Any one of these interpretations is the same basically. Yes. Yeah. And T-Boz just brings some mistletoe over the top of them. And then they are up and they are dancing. And it is like Grandpa Joe in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And it's like they are brought back to life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's basically it. It's just, and then like, they're doing like plenty. They're, they're kind of um, haphazard TLC choreography. Yeah, they're, they were on their own for this one. Where they like brought a movement coach in for an afternoon once mm-hmm. and then taught them some moves <laughs> they can just use and then they just kind of pepper them in wherever. Um, they all look great. Mm-hmm. T-Boz has a different hairstyle she than has like a bumper. She has like a tall... Mm-hmm. She has a like a, a proto version. It's somewhere between the like the kind of pixie that she had in the first album and then the like tendril era. Yeah. 
of the of the <laughs> she was growing out it's her tendrils year, yeah. yeah yeah it's a growing <laughs> moment yeah um i mean those tendrils are just like purchased oh for sure, sure like, yeah. <laughs> like, she didn't have to grow those out but yeah. they're hers i mean well yeah she bought them yeah i'm not i'm not listen yeah i'm not accusing her of stealing her piece <laughs> <laughs> i know that they're hers um but yeah that's um that is my number three. Did you see them I mean, on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year? Did not. No. Didn't know they were there. So TLC was on there. What? It was a little uncomfortable because not all three of them were there, which well, is a choice. But I they're mean, still TLC. It's not a choice. <laughs> they don't have that choice. Sure. But they have the choice of not replacing her or of using a video or something. But it was on, um, apparently there's like an African themed water park something something. Okay. And they sang waterfalls, but like a weird Why did they sing waterfalls? Because of the awkward water park tie-in. And then it started with no scrubs and transitioned to waterfall. They are on a, they are on a float in a amazing hat. This is a great look. The hats and the floor length, like white coats are totally leek and I'm here for it, but it just seems like a weird 2019 family show, like blatant corporate, water park tie-in moment i'm i i will say that anything get that gets tlc in front of my eyeballs i'm i'm for and like god love them and they like made it work and it doesn't it's just i don't know well since i have some time (laughs) because my other two were taken uh, I would like to shout out a couple of my honorable mentions in a little more in depth. Yeah, go yes, um, yes, yes. I watched a terrible video by someone named Cliff Richard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is British. He was in um, Do They Know It's Christmas, which I think is how we ended up there. He, uh, the, a YouTube recommendation for me was a song of his called Mistletoe and Wine, Ooh. which I was like, oh, this is going to be sexy. Yes. It is anything but. <laughs> it is like. I don't understand why it's called mistletoe and wine. It is the melody of it is like an improv song that you would <laughs> like just make up if you wanted to do like a children's musical. Uh-huh. Um, it's like Christmas time, mistletoe and wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. That That is it. Because the next line after that is children singing Christian rhyme. Christian. Christian. Uh-huh. That's like from Moulin Rouge. Nicole Kidman calls him Christian. Christian. All of it is lit <laughs> by candles, including a child sleeping next to a large candelabra, which is incredibly unsafe. That's dangerous. And uh, at the end, there's they just sing that terrible, terrible chorus of just like, bah, 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 while they're all swaying outside. And one of them is... It is a ch- so the the front row is like all children again. Whose children are these? We don't know. Just children. Just children. And then the back row is like either backup singers or dancers or something. And then they're all the children are doing their version of it, and the the professionals are doing their version of it. Perfect. And the discrepancy is noted. <laughs> oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about that I really needed to talk about is all of the versions of All I Want for Christmas is You. <gasps> That's my main honorable mention. That could have been my top three. I mean, Mariah Carey, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, Mariah Carey has two versions of that that I did not know until very recently. There's the one that we've all seen, which is like home footage. Yes. Which is basically like the making of the album cover, more or less, because no one's lip syncing. Right. 
And then there's a real one that's like a Renette's thing. She's like on, it's in black and white and oh. she has like a 60s get up and she's in like a go-go boot and it's filmed like outcasts. Hey, ya. This is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun. Anytime there's like a soft focus. And then there's a version with Justin Bieber. It's so bad. I, you know, I'm always, Chris always points out how I do not care about singing. I, I like good singing. I like for it to happen. You but, do care about singing. You don't like it. But in my notes for this one, I wrote, is Justin in the same key? Because he's singing just like, obviously if they were recorded separately, he sounds so out of place in that. And there's also a version by noted girl group, Fifth Harmony. Oh, I watched really? that. Ryan, will you please bring up Fifth Harmony's I Want for Christmas is You. We need to find a place where Camilla Cabello, Camilla Cabello, Camilla Camila Cabello. Camila Cabello. Uh One of those is right. I'm going to leave all of them in. One of them is the right pronunciation. I apologize, uh, Cabello heads. Her voice in this, it sounds like it was sent through a car wash. It's the weirdest baby talk. First of all, Normani brings it. I mean, it's bold to cover this because it I plays... I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. The original I mean, place Mariah Carey... Ryan said when we watched this, Mariah Carey slept like a baby after hearing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like once in a while, like Ariana Grande's like, oh, Mariah Carey's my favorite singer. And Mariah Carey's like, somebody get me the footage of her saying that. Uh-huh. I want to get Throw me her agent. It. Yeah, it's yeah. like when, when Barbara Streisand was like, I'm going to sing a duet with Celine Dion. It's like, yeah, I know why. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Mariah Carey does not care about this cover. She loves the royalties. Okay, this is what she sounds like. This is what Camila sounds like. Okay, so also this video is them giving each other gifts, which has never happened. No, they don't like each other at all. I also give my friends gifts while we're all wearing lingerie. Is that what she sounds like? <laughs> It sounded like four different verses or people singing. It yeah, like it's like it's like tongues. put together in a lab. Like it, it yes. sounds like yeah, yeah, she yeah. wasn't there for the recording, and so they just got like, vowel sounds like, of her. <laughs> yeah, they just got like previous recorded vowel sounds of her, and then auto tuned them to the pitch they need, mm-hmm. and then like called it a day. Have Here's, you seen the scene kids dancing to "All I Want for Christmas"? Who is the scene kids? Yes, it's like okay. it's like metal raver kids in like uh, oh yeah, Jenko jeans yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've seen that green braids. I hate to say like okay, we I love did a it. Sketch to this song, and it's my favorite sketch we've ever done. And I think I like watching these like punk rave kids like go buck wild to it. The the I things they do with their listener. arms and fists, just the. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I can't yes. do it. So Maggie just alluded to this, but I do need to spell this out. Uh, Ryan wrote and directed a, a lovely show called Crushed yeah. uh, that Maggie was in yeah. uh, that had the cast sing. The The, the plot of the sketch was uh, that there was a flash mob proposal that the person was going to say no to. And the flash mob proposal was to all for Christmas is you. Uh, and, and, and in the scene, the cast of Crushed had to sing All I Want for Christmas is You. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, behind the scenes, I'm going to put the entire cast <laughs> oh, on blast no. on Do this it. podcast yes. right now. Yes, Give us the was dirt. was shocked that the only person that knew the words to All I Want for Christmas is You was Maggie Dempsey. Everyone else didn't know them? They learned them. They learned them. Yeah. In, well, and like obviously like Robin knew it, but there was there's a really they, difficult they bridge. They knew them, but you carried carried them through with there's the a really difficult bridge that it's syncopated and layered and it's the mariah carey famously puts so many syllables and crazy words and yeah. things and there's a part where it says santa won't you bring me the one i really need 
And and everybody would sing up till that, and then four other voices would drop out and Maggie would sing it <laughs> and then everybody would come back in uh, and it was just like five golden rings where <laughs> that's the linchpin that everybody knows and so Maggie would do 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6 and then everybody came in on five. <laughs> yeah. It's great. What you also need to know though, okay, is we're putting like a six foot four man in a giant like Santa suit and there's glitter and we're bl- yeah. and like Yeah, to like, be fair, there's moves. other thing happening on stage and also like they all, I, I they will all be on this podcast eventually and yeah. they'll all listen to it. And I, they were all beautiful in the show. The cast was, is, are some of the best people in the world and, and some of that was a choice because they are a bad flash mob. Like it's, the point it's, is not to right. sound like Mariah yeah. Carey. But also, <laughs> listen. But Maggie, if you've got a confident belter, yeah, Maggie with like Maggie's a singing ability really carried us <laughs> with like uh, a head for lyrics. Then you just like you throw her the ball. <laughs> we had that that sketch is going to be one of my favorite and like live in my heart and. It was so fun to be in it. Because the cool thing is, it's apeshit, right? The point is not to sound good. It's like, this character's like earnest friends who aren't singers, but like, he asked us to do it. Which kind of mirrored real life where we're all like, oh, you want us to sing Mariah Carey? Ryan, I'm going to do whatever you write on that piece of paper, so we'll get out there and do it. And just that moment when we're all in it, and there's like, you're trying not to choke on snow, and my mustache is half off. Maggie Maggie (laughs) sang Mariah Carey with a peppermint fake mustache. (laughs) Oh, that like mustache. A, a I forgot about that. This is getting so inside, but uh, Maggie was wearing a... Like a Whoville. A, uh, like a comical fake mustache that every, without fail, every week, the the, the end of it is that the pro, the potential proposee, Jamie Yates, lover, mm-hmm. shout out, uh like calls the whole thing off. She's like, no. And then everyone's like dejected faces... <laughs> Are all like to a person? They were all so good, but there was a week where your mustache fell off uh-huh. at that moment. Mm-hmm. It was the most undeniable bit of like <laughs> unintentional prop comedy that I love so so much. Yeah, it was like a Debbie Downer sketch for yeah. sure. But like, I, but just like being in that moment, like we all would like look around each other, and I think it was the magic of that song. And it's so hard, and you're doing this like banana stupid thing, and like your character is doing the stupid thing, but also so are all of us as actors. And it was just, everyone was so like lovely and great and funny. And I, that moment is going to like sing in my heart forever. I, I'm so glad we had to talk about that. Cause I almost had it my number one. And then I was like, don't, yeah. I don't know. It's so great. I think it's her best song. Like just song. I think it's Mariah Carey's best song. I, I sure. can't, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. It you, we don't is. we don't ever really think about it in competition with her other songs, yeah. but I think if you think of what we all consider to be her best songs, but she like, she I wrote can't. a song in the '90s that sounds like a classic like '50s song that everybody felt like they had heard already. And I feel like everybody brings this up now, but it's worth repeating again just for the folks in the back. Mariah Carey wrote "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Yeah, I did not know that. It's not written by like ten people. It, it wasn't, wasn't written yeah. in nineteen. 19- 62 like Mariah Carey wrote it in 1994 for that album it's yeah. a great song why do I feel like we unfairly cordon off like holiday songs and they're like like Merry Christmas Happy Holidays it's a damn good song I think if you look it's back so... at the Grammys from that year there's not a better song in the record of the year nominees than All I Want for Christmas is You and it probably wasn't nominated for is there a holiday category 
<laughs> it's like no. horror movies getting like like right. genre like pigeonholed. It's unfair. Mm-hmm. No, it yeah. can be a good movie and also happen to. It can be a great song, even if it's a holiday song. Yeah, I think that's a good lesson for us, just in general. I think that's a good place to to lay our heads on this episode. Yeah, that it can be good if it's holiday. Yeah, <laughs> I have a few quick honorable mentions. Yes. Um, there are some uh, non-videos that are live, and everybody should Google them and, and cry over Christmas. I'll do them real fast. Any compilation, there's a compilation video, but any of the videos of Darlene Love singing on David Letterman for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Uh, Horatio Sands singing on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really cool uh, Billy Squire singing with the, the original MTV VJs. Oh, cool. That is the most fun thing in the world. Huh. For Christmas. And then the original Sunday Night Live cast singing Winter Wonderland and all the women, Gilda yeah. and Jane and Lorraine, are singing really loud, childish harmony where there's like, walking in a winter wonderland. And it's the sweetest thing in the world. It starts snowing. Those are my honorable mentions. The other thing I want um, to shout out is Kelly Clarkson. She's a dang delight. I love her Christmas special, and I love that all Christmas specials must be about the work to find your friends to put on a Christmas special. Yeah. That is the only plot of all of them, and I have no problem with it. It was same for Pentatonix. It was same for, I think there's a Michael Buble one. I don't know. But it's like, oh, I need to go find my celebrity friends so they can guest for one song. And like the, the plot of the Christmas special is putting on a Christmas special. Yeah. Her Christmas album stuck, too. Yeah. That's, it's like four or five years old now, and it's one that people listen to. I love it. So that's you're talking about like shuffling, like who's going to make it. Hers is one that people For will sure. continue to listen to. And then the other one that's like in my heart, this is the album we listen to. Like I feel like most families have like one that you kind of... Yeah, I was just going to ask yeah. that question, but... Sure. Ours is The Carpenters. And oh, their special God. That is, so is lovely. And I think part of why I love it is Karen Carpenter has a beautiful voice, but also like my family's a big like music family and they do a lot of that genre bending stuff where there's like full on, it sounds like whole church choirs. There's full like instrument, like orchestration, right? They have, they have strings, they have trumpets, they have, yeah. you know, winds and bass. And I really think that it has some of those like really close up Karen Carpenter, beautiful whispery songs. But then there's also like, big cinematic orchestral songs. And uh, the Carpenters are the one that if I had to pick one album to listen to at the holidays forever, it would be the Carpenters Christmas album. It's so good. Can I throw in a Mo Moses guest recommendation? Of course. Of course. Okay. Um, Mo Moses, friend of the podcast. Um, she, uh, I was like pulling all my friends. I'm like, what should I watch? What should I watch? And she had the recommendation of the Bill Nye music video from Love Actually. Oh, sure. That's got to be in there, right? Oh, yeah. That one's great. Yeah. It's an homage, even though it's like in another universe. It's definitely also its own Christmas carol. I do feel compelled to point out that Virginia Muller, friend of the podcast, uh, has a lifelong vendetta against Love Actually. Oh, I hate the movie. Like, and if she was here, and by here I mean like, within range of this she would have like spidey sense who we were talking about right. she'd actually, come and punch and, like, me in the face and i would deserve it yeah. yeah 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 no i hate i'm i'm so mad at the movie but that music video oh if yeah we could just like yeah like excise just that part of it yeah. and maybe just that storyline gorgeous yeah uh, just a reminder in Destiny's Child's Eight Days of Christmas. Oh, fuck. We one, didn't talk about Eight Days of Christmas. One Holy of, shit. One of the things that oh Beyonce gets for her Eight Days of Christmas, which there are Eight Days of Hanukkah. It's so weird to make it oh. Eight Days of Christmas and not 12, but I guess 12 existed. But one of them is she gets a gift certificate for her favorite CDs. A gift certificate for her favorite CDs. She gets to pick them out herself. A crop jacket and dirty denim jeans. How wasn't How wasn't Eight Days of Christmas my number one? Fuck. Can we do this episode over? Yeah, we'll start at the beginning. You guys, Eight Days of Christmas is so fucking nuts. Uh, 
it's they're in like a Hudson News, just yeah, wrecking just the place like, with kids. They're again, whose kids are these? <laughs> they're just yeah. like whose kids are these? <laughs> God damn it! I'm so mad I didn't think of Eight Days of Christmas. Fuck! And I then, had trouble. There's so much. There's so there's much good too stuff much. out there. Eight Days of yeah. Christmas is such. It's the it's the weirdest song. It makes no goddamn sense. In the video, this is how their costumes always were. Michelle, or so Kelly and Beyonce are wearing like sexy Santa helper Mrs. Claus costumes, mm-hmm. and Michelle is wearing uh, like Santa bell bottoms. <laughs> There's always a pair of pants in the mix. There's gotta be, yeah. And while you're looking for that, my least favorite song of all time is famously "Hey Santa" by the Wilson Sisters minus China Phillips. And I thought, well, maybe it'll have hey a fun Santa, video. Santa. And it has the worst video, so I didn't even. I was like, never mind. I love when you're right about stuff being terrible. <laughs> like, I bet that sucks. And you're like, yep, go me. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, for Pentatonix, we talked, like, there's a claymation, like, like one where they joke about, like, we're not going to do another Christmas song. We can't possibly. And then it's like a little claymation compilation. And I almost said that as my entry. So in my five CDs, we would have, we would have the Carpenters. We have a Frank Sinatra one. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cr- Crucial. I'm shocked that we didn't have the Carpenters because my mom loves the Carpenters, and so do I. But I, 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 we don't listen to it very much anymore because um, there's like the um, "I'll Be Home for Christmas" like makes my mom cry because my dad was like deployed and stuff. Oh, it's, now it's like, oh, but so it was sad. like important in the moment. I find it beautiful. What is this? Destiny's Child is crazy. Oh, somebody's yeah. Here we go. Now it's going. This is just them at the mall at a store that sells everything. So you have Frank Sinatra, Carpenters, the poem that yeah. you wrote for me. Is one of the things that Beyonce's holiday bow gives her. Do you think that Jay Z has ever given Beyonce any of the things she names in Eight Days of Christmas? Whatever it is, it's not enough. Exactly. I know that much. A pair of Chloe shades was one of them. A diamond belly ring is one of them. Hashtag oh, a nice back rub. He gave her a nice back rub. Yo, this is wild. Yeah. They're just like ransacking a Macy's or like a, I think it's like a JCPenney. Yeah, they're in like a KB Toys. Or is it a Montgomery Ward? Yeah, I think it's a Sears. There was one of those things where they definitely got the track and then added lyrics to it because the lyrics barely fit. Yeah. Like, uh, I think we really did it this week. We really. There was a lot to unpack. A lot to do. A lot to unwrap. Yeah, I mean, we. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So Maggie. First of all, thanks for your holiday spirit, yes. all of your homework, just your overall so joyful Truly, vibe. Like that you Queen brought of Christmas, Christmas, Queen yeah. of Holidays. Let our listeners know where they can find you. Sure. On, on stage, on social media, whatever you choose. I'm actually, this is perfect because I'm actually in a show right now called A Very Bloody Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so much stinking fun and it's musical, so it applies. So I, I think this year I was in like a Christmas spirit even earlier. Um, but you can find out more about my life at MaggieDempsey.com and you can find me on Facebook, Maggie Dempsey Pinkawa. My Instagram is, I think it's Magwise the Brave. I have two. I don't know what I do. Um, Magwise the Brave or Pooflea. Mm-hmm. Those are my two handles. You can find me on Reddit, Twitter, yeah, Facebook. Amazing. Thank you guys for having me. You're the me. best. Thank Maggie, you for Thank you us. for coming. Thank you for dressing on theme. Thank you did for- Did you see my earrings? No. Wow, no, I did not. Those They're are little gift bows. I love those. those. I was going to wear bigger ones and I thought we'd be wearing headphones because it's a fun. You're smart, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Smart, talented, amazing. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We did it. We really did it. This world is bullshit. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy and holidays. Happy holidays. And happy New Year and all of those Merry things. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah.